Here we go. 128. One, is that right? I hope that's right. I don't know if I updated that number when I erased this. I assume... You know what? Go with it. If we have two 128s, who's counting? You stopped counting at 100. Well, the la- that last episode should have been 128, but I didn't, I didn't mark it as 128. I just did it as the pre-E3, so we can call <laughs> this one 128. Or you can skip well, it true, straight to I- one... Or you can call it 129 to make sure that we're still up there in the episode numbers. I mean, we might as well round up to 130 because I'm sure we screwed up somewhere. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> just call it. Just call it Screw 100 it. again. Just be like, we're gonna redo the one episode 100. Welcome to episode 1000. Randomly, just 76. <laughs> that one we didn't like. <laughs> we're going back and retconning all the old episodes that we didn't like. Episode 128 for Thursday, the 18th of June, 2015. Game Punchers is the most regressive and video game podcast on the internet. I'm John. I'm Fraser. And I am so tired of talking about video <laughs> games, I have you have no idea. I'm quite tired I don't of understand. about video games. It's a pretty quiet week, right? Yeah, nothing's going on this so, week. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to squeak out an episode for you guys. But when you, I, when you guys said, let's record on Wednesday, and I was thinking to myself, all right, well, I'm recording with Placky on Monday and Tuesday... I will probably be absent for Wednesday. I fully intended to be absent for Wednesday, and yet here I am. Here, and then were, you slightly, though, were you slightly lured back because you know it's going to be more of a standard episode, yes. quite an E3 episode? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and even though uh, we weren't on the episode with you, uh, I listened to them, so I think I'm still, I think that's like guilty by association. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think it's Feeling totally guilty by association. I've downed. I mean, I think the veteran gamers have had a couple of episodes out. Bullshot has bizarrely been pumping out the episodes <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's business. It's like eggs out of a chicken. It's like it's yeah. 2014. I mean, the, uh, uh, Giant Bomb has a two-hour podcast every night. Oh, like man, it's just it's like just... I. Hmm. Yeah, fair. I enough. think we call that a miniseries. Do you remember so... a time when like? when E3 was going on and you had to wait until the magazine got to your house, like until like you got your copy of GamePro to read about what was announced at E3 because there was no other way to receive that news. I would like that. I mean, I think if I'm going to have my E3 rant, is I do, I, I tire of it rather quickly. I enjoyed, really enjoyed watching the Sony presser. Mm-hmm. I was tucked up in bed. I just suddenly realized it was on and it was a nice thing to watch for an hour or two and, and get on the Twitter at the same time. But, I mean, the other ones during the day, they're a nightmare to try and catch up with if, if you're at work. Come the end of the evening, you just need, you know, to f- how many how many presentations were there? Six. Seven, eight? No, let's think. There's but, four, four, seven, you're right, seven. At what, an hour and a half min? Well, wait, are we oh. counting the, the, the three-hour PC conference? Because then there's eight. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of time. It adds up. 
So, and 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 everyone, you know, everyone who has a gaming podcast wants to talk about it. Obviously, everyone wants to talk about E3 because it's the biggest event of the year. So, you end up having your feed if you have if you subscribe to gaming podcasts, you end up having your feed filled with the same news over and over, just different people disseminating it for you. Yes. Yeah. I think what's interesting is when I sat down and I was watching the Sony one live, I was hooked. Right. But when I went back to watch ones after the fact, I was like, no, oh, fast forward that. Fast right. Forward that. Yeah. yeah. You know, because um, Giant Bomb did a thing where they, they basically they had a panel that talked. Oh, like, they watched it when it was live and, like, videotaped that. And it was their reactions, their instant reactions and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I'll go back and watch all those. I have zero desire to go back and watch any of those. Oh, that's fair enough. It's almost like when they have, like, um, I mean... Chris, you probably don't care about this. I know Fish, you, you, you've probably done this, but if you follow like a like an Apple keynote and then you listen to a podcast that's trying to like go over every aspect, you're like, it's kind of boring. Right, right. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no, I, I know about this stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can. It can get boring. Yeah. I guess when you fed so much of it. I mean, it's a cool time. It's pretty neat. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and and we'll and we'll come to a little bit more E three as we go. On. I actually had on my intro just to just to put it here a little note is I did it a podcast away, and you can call me the podcast whore. Uh, I went and did a podcast with my son, which was rather interesting and different. Oh, nice. He said he wanted to do a podcast because he, he knows I do them, and he's he's been bugging me for for ages about doing one so we sat down it was probably only 15 minutes and he rambled on a little bit about destiny and about titanfall and i'm not saying everybody go out and and download it and don't worry about that you know but just it was a thing of joy just to see his eyes light up he was so so um thrilled by it and then what really hammered the point home was then I had his friends coming up to me going, can I be on the podcast? Can I be a guest on your podcast? And these kids, as soon as I said, yeah, sure, why not? Their eyes just lit up with this sort of like, you know, this child child excitement and they just can just be in, so involved in something with video games. So that was pretty cool. So you, should, awesome. you should definitely put the link in the show notes because I will listen to that. Yeah, I'll jump it in there then. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty neat. That's good. It's good fun. Yeah. So. That is cool. That Bless is very the cool. children. Bless right. kids. You know, one of the good things the internet is for. Yeah, we, but we, I mean, it's what we complain about the internet a lot, but that's that's one of the cool things. Well, yeah, and it's and it's another thing as well as we, all of us are getting on in in our years, and mm-hmm. you know, we've all been around playing video games since the days of Pac-Man or whatever, and we've seen a lot and we've done a lot, and it's very easy for us to watch something like E3. And forget that it might not be about us <laughs> anymore. No. You know, it might be a little bit about us, but when Disney maybe. Infinity comes on stage and we all roll our eyes, you just have to remember that that is a, that the Toys to Life genre is a like multi-billion-dollar genre every year, even yeah. if you're not buying them. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and exactly. So many people just going that Nintendo. It's all such a load of rubbish and whatever. I think there's quite a few people out there who don't think that. You know. Um, and could be quite high on their Christmas lists for the stuff that's coming. So, but uh, yeah, kids, kids are great. Yes, when they're great. When they're great. Are you going to publish that? Don't quote that's me his, on that. That's Don't his quote me on that tonight. Tonight is a vastly different story, and I because could, the police were so nearly called to an incident of two small deaths. <laughs> <laughs> But let's not go over that. Is that is that why is that why the air conditioning in the Jag doesn't work all of a sudden? No, they didn't wreck that. So, uh, all right. So, um, uh, E three is tough 
for I think any podcast because um, like I said, like we were talking about earlier, if you if you subscribe to video game podcasts, you have several podcasts waiting for you to talk about the same things. Um, that being said, um, if you're like a furnace enthusiast and that's why you're listening to us and you want E3 information, we should we should be able to give that to you. So we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it a little a little differently. Um, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna spend the whole episode talking about E3. I've got a list here, and then we have some news, and that's gonna be it. But you should be able to get your E3 a good amount of your E3 news and E3 announcements from that. I think that's a, a better way to do it than to just go through a list of announcements and talk about our feelings. Okay. All right. So what I have for you, what I have prepared, this is handcrafted, artisan, conflict-free list of the top ten video or top ten surprises at the conferences, except for Sony's conference. We'll talk about Sony's conference in, in the news. So this is all the other conferences, the top ten surprises from those conferences. All right. Right. All right. So I like num- the use of the word artisan too. That's very cool. <laughs> At number ten, I have uh, Fallout Four is coming out this year. I think that was that was a surprise to a lot of people because they just announced it, and this is a huge game, and they showed all sorts of crazy things that you can do in it, and it's coming out this November. Uh, I imagine it will be very janky when it comes out, as Fallout games tend to be. But it will be this year, and I think that's a big deal. Yeah, I think it's great that they've announced it this year. I mean, I'm extremely tired of the of previews and teasers and things like that. You know, to be to be for them to showcase something so huge and then to be so and then to wait two years before it comes out. Well, and then for the to pull out Fallout Four and it just to be within our grasp is fantastic. Right. So, yeah. Right. It's Especially great. after how much they said is going to be in it. You know, right. I mean, it, all the stuff all, they announced. We expect to be a massive game, but then the whole crafting system on the side and building your own little um, towns and everything. They're basically taking rust and put it in the game. It's crazy. And yeah. crazy. adding clothes. Yes, and a ridiculous crafting system. Anyway, um, if you want, if you want to see Fallout, like there's tons of previews for it. That game is huge, and it's coming out this year, and that's a big deal, and I think I'm a surprise to a lot of people. Sure, we'll all have it. Yes, I'm sure. I don't think that any of us will be able to get away from playing that game. Uh, number yeah, and, nine, and and oh. just and what's interesting as well is we had a lot of discussions beforehand about the big reveal before E3, and you and I'll give you credit where it's due is you talked about you know it not overshadowing. Well, I mean they spilled out before E3, they practically took over E3 with their announcement still for Fallout 4, and even afterwards we're still still all totally hyped for it. I mean it's oh it's, yeah. It's the best. It's the uh, number one. Their conference is the number one viewed video on Pornhub. That is not a joke. <laughs> it has six million <laughs> views on Pornhub. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So at number nine, I have um, this was a surprise. I think uh, Fraser's not going to give two shits, but that's all right. Mirror's Edge is an open world game. The new Mirror's Edge game that they announced at the EA conference. It's called Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It is not a reboot. It is not a prequel. It is. A reboot, um, <laughs> uh, but it's, but it's an open world game. It's uh, you pick when you want to do. It's going to be like GTA. You have the whole city to your to uh, your at your disposal, and you get to pick what order you do things. And you don't necessarily have to do story missions. You can do time trials, all that other stuff. Completely different setup from uh, the original Mirror's Edge, and uh, looks great. And that is next year. 
Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea too. Definitely yeah. helps evolve the game. Yeah. Because yeah, I think yeah, I, if it was the same as before with just nicer graphics, I think that would get old quick. Right, I think so too. I think that I, I'm, I'm. My worry is is they're going to Ubisoft the fuck out of it, but well, I guess we'll see. I just don't want to climb towers. I mean, I want to climb towers, but because but because I like parkour, not because I need to unlock more of the map. I don't want Assassin's Creed Mirror's Edge. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. All right, so number eight. This was a really weird thing, okay? Uh, so Microsoft announced a new controller, right? It's called the Elite Controller, and they showed it off in their press conference, and it's it's got... Uh, you can swap out the analog sticks. You can swap out the D-pad. You can swap out paddles on the bottom. I don't know. It's it, it, it's for pro players. You know when, like, you shift gears in your car on the controller? Right, your right. Wheel? Right, exactly. When you don't have a connect and you can't just yell, Shift up! Um... <laughs> But that controller costs one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, I found that out this dollars. Af- yeah, somebody this afternoon told me it cost that much. I was like, mm, yeah, we're st-. You know, when something starts to cost a twenty-five percent or more of the console cost, I have to take a step back and wonder what it is I'm paying money for. And we're getting that way with some of the games, like you know, this over a hundred dollars for the Arkham Knight for. Batman, whatever the special pack is. I mean, oh, I don't know. It's a lot of money. Yeah. 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 And, like, I understand spending that amount of money on, like, a fighting, like, a niche joystick. Like, if you want, like, a, a, a flight stick, or if you want, a fi- if you want like, an f- arcade stick, whatever. If you have a space room. <laughs> right. If you have a room, if you have, like, a, a, a lawnmower man space room, that's that's fine. I understand that. This is a controller. Like... This is a this is an Xbox controller that if a third party made would cost sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I'll give them their dues though. You know, if it's going to be an OEM piece of kit, it's going to be built well. Yes, yes, absolutely. But it's it's but it's out of my range. It's not money I'm going to drop on it. No, I was I was thinking at most like ninety bucks. Yes, I know. I was too. I was like, that, no, no. When when Plackey and I saw that announcement, he said he turned to me. He goes, "That's a hundred dollar controller," and I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right. That's probably a hundred dollar controller." Nope, hundred and fifty dollars plus right, fifty dollars uh, tax. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even thought about that. Yeah, that's Jesus. pushing it up there. Um, number seven, Angela Bassett is in Rainbow Six Siege, and apparently there's a some sort of a single player component there's some sort of a story component because they paid for angela bassett to be in it like they okay. they did the I, whole what i'm gonna put my hands up i have no idea what you who angela bassett is i missed this i don't um, know so you're gonna have to explain I'm explain to, like i'm five okay let me think here have you seen strange days i don't think so have you seen have how stella got her groove back no is she an actress then or something? Yeah, she's an actress. I'm sorry. She's okay. an actress. Um, right, okay. I'm just trying to picture. I'm just. Uh, nope, I, she's an audio engineer for movies. <laughs> <laughs> she did all the stuff. Anyway, she is. They, they have Kevin Spacey'd her for this game. You know how Kevin Spacey was in yes. Caught Off. This is. She is. You know, they have they have mapped her and CG'd her and HDified her. She is in Rainbow Six Siege. She plays your boss named Six. Her name is code name i assume i assume that her on her birth certificate does not say six um and she is fully in the game they brought her out on stage um but they didn't announce like it's one of those things where there has now this 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 implies that there is a single player component to rainbow six siege which we didn't think there was um we thought that was strictly going to be multiplayer terrorist hunt whatever um but this implies that there's a single player component because they wouldn't pay 
Angela Bassett money if there weren't going to be some sort of payoff for it. Right. So, is this this Angela Bassett, this lady who's like nearly 60 years old? Yes. Yep. Not that I should start throwing yeah, you stones, ageist. Stones, stones around. <laughs> tell you what. Yeah, I should be careful. Okay, right. So, all right. Yeah, so that's uh, that was go. that was surprising. Yeah, that is surprising. Now I see who she is. I have no idea why would they want to put her in there, but what do I know? Right, right. All right, number six, Platinum Games uh, for uh, of Bayonetta to Vanquish, Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance, that fame. Um, they're uh, doing well it. done for no, well done for naming their three good games. Oh come on now. I don't know. I come hearing platinum games are now, are, you know, bandied around a lot, and I have been just as guilty as everyone to to jump on the platinum games bandwagon. But some of this stuff, I, not everything's been great. Has no, it? no, 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 no. Certainly not. I, the Legend of Korra was a game I bought. It was on the Steam sale, and it is not good. And that is a platinum game. Yeah, um, Anarchy Reigns I bought last week. And, yeah. Is that a platinum game? It's forgettable. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, like, but you know, Bayonetta, Bayonetta two. Vanquish, and then there was another big exclusive uh, Mad World. I think you're thinking of Transformers Devastation. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, yeah, that's also coming <laughs> this year, and that one has a very big Legend of Korra vibe to it. Um, anyway, they are going to be doing the Star Fox single player for the Nintendo first party Star Fox game, Star Fox Zero, that comes out later this year. Well, they, Nintendo must love them after the, what they did with Bayonetta two. Well, yeah, I mean, like they they are basically a Nintendo second party at this point. They they did the wonderful one hundred and one, which was eh. Um, I don't know whether that is... I've got a feeling we need to investigate that game more. I Someone see. needs to get in there and give that game the time, because everyone says... Everyone says it's great. I know. I own it, and I just can't... <laughs> I can't get in there, son. Then it's you. Or post it to I me. choose you. Actually, my library has it, so I should get on that again. Yeah, there you go. But I was like you. I probably played through the first couple of hours or an hour or whatever. I was like, oh, man. I was like, I don't, I don't want to draw any more weapons. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I really like Bayonetta, but I don't want to draw any more weapons. So, yeah, they're doing the single player. That's weird. Yeah. They're doing the single player for that. They're doing Near 2 for Square, and they're doing Transformers for uh, Activision. Oh, so they're, doing, like that, they're doing the Transformers? Nier, Nier game, right. Okay. Yeah. I like Nier. It's good. All right, well, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine th- this one will be good, too, although when they had the guy come out and announce it, he wouldn't show his face, so he was wearing a, a moon mask. Oh, oh yeah. that was that, was it? Yeah. Yeah, right. that was a little weird. All right, so number five, Killer Instinct and Gears of War Ultimate Edition coming to Windows 10. Uh, we talked about it on the pre-show. I thought it was something that was going to happen. Still think it's a pretty big deal. I think it's a pretty big step forward in showing Microsoft's commitment to windows 10 is a gaming platform we're not getting the first first run console sellers we're not getting halo you know we're not getting halo 5 but we're getting console exclusives that uh, you know uh, the, the coming to the platform and i think that's a big deal i think that that going forward it, may, it wouldn't be out of the question to say we're gonna get a halo game or we're gonna get gears 4 which they no. also announced it won't. It, it, it's it almost bound to happen if the, if this is the start of it. I think it's bound to happen. Um, right. So how are they controlling that? Because it's not going to be Steam, is it? No, I Steam to buy that. So they didn't announce that it is cross buy, which is one of the things I predicted. So you may have to buy it twice. But I imagine it's going to be in the Windows 10. Windows 10 has an Xbox app, an Xbox Games app. I imagine you will purchase it through there. There will be a there will be another store, Fraser. 
Are you ready for another store in which um, you can get I'm, sick deals? I'm, I am ready for another store to get sick deals. Sick, sick deals. Sick, sick deal. Slick, slick, slick. slick. Yeah. Um, Both work. I mean, there's got to be a point, and this is more maybe a conversation for another day. Steam can't rule the roost forever. No. No. So what's happen- What's going to happen next? We should book. We should book. Uh, just put that in the bookshelf for later. Yeah. That should. That's a good. That would be a good conversation. Yeah. Something, anything to make sure that Steve can't talk about The Witcher 3 for a couple hours. It's a good <laughs> He's got to come on the podcast to do yeah, that. This is the third week in a row. We have dodged it for three weeks in a row, guys. You'll <laughs> be onto something new and shiny soon. <laughs> All right, number four. I, I want to get through this list quicker because now we're spending way too much time on E3 stuff. Uh, number four, Dishonored 2. Uh, Dishonored 2 was announced. Uh, we all knew it was in production. It is a thing. It's going to come out in the indeterminate future. They just showed a CG trailer for it. Uh, you play as the daughter of the person in the first game. No, not not the not the main character, but like the person who you save. I don't know. Here's the yeah. thing: I reinstalled Dishonored because I've never finished it. Because now I'm like, all right, now I need to see, I need to play through this. So yeah, yeah, it's good. I I I played it um, probably like a what year after it came out. Yeah, and really enjoyed it. You can still play as Corvo in the new one too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You switch. Yeah, playing both. But again, no <laughs> gameplay. Um, just a just a CG trailer, but still looked real good. Yeah, seems yeah. like they're gonna add some interesting things based on the C- the CGI trailer too. Yeah, like a dark. This, there was a darkness feel about it. Yeah, yeah. that and whole like, proximity, tendrils. that like steampunk proximity mind thing. Yeah, and shadow tendrils everywhere. Yeah, shadow tendrils. I put Dishonored as one of those games that there's be, you know, anybody who's Let's call them a, ca- a very casual gamer. We'll have no idea that Dishonored exists. Right. But if you can get it in front of them and show them that, it's a, a, f- a phenomenal game that they'll be like, how did we miss this? Well, did they'll, you, have the, uh, they'll have, the, it, yeah. they'll have the HD version or whatever coming out later this year. Yeah, too. they're releasing an hd Remastered, whatever. You, yeah. Yeah. Definitive. Yes. All right, number three, uh, Ubisoft likes to close out with a surprise, and they closed out with a, another surprise this year, uh, digging deep into their uh, Tom Clancy uh, suitcase. Uh, we're getting a new Ghost Recon game. It is called Ghost Recon. Go- Ghost Recon. <laughs> <laughs> it's Those called Ghost Recon <laughs> Wildlands. Um, and it's interesting because it looks like it's not, it's not guys in goggles and camouflage going around. It's more like... Dudes in bandanas hunting cartel members. There was a lot of cocaine in the trailer, but there was gameplay oh. in the trailer. I'll tell you what I did see. Somebody and that said collector's they package just... comes with some too. Yeah, I think so. That would be nice. I mean, that's <laughs> awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, somebody. Uh, I saw a clip on Reddit. Somebody said, "Is this one of the best transitions you have ever seen? Where the, the blood flows into the cocaine and yeah. cuts cuts to the street or whatever? It looked very slick." Yes, yes, it does. It looks very good. Um, I have never been a huge Ghost Recon fan, but I my interest was piqued just because like I don't tactical military are two words that I don't think I would ever use in a sentence of games that I enjoy. I but, don't think Ghost Recon games were phenomenal, but I think they show promise, and if they can just crack it and get it, yeah, get the mix right and the way it, sh- I don't know. I mean, some people love them, I guess, but right, yeah, and it's an uh, open world too. Not yeah. like a, not like mission based, like going through a story. No, it's Ubisoft. <clears throat> right. It's now. Do you have to uh, climb up like trees to? <laughs> no, you just have to snort land? a lot of cocaine. 
You have to find a mountain of cocaine, and then you jump off of like tall towers into piles of the cocaine. mound. Yeah. <laughs> Can you hide in them too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. All right. So Sounds number great. two. This one was crazy. Uh, Xbox One is going to be backwards compatible with Xbox 360 games. I um, called this. You did. You you called this on uh, on Overseas Connection. I did. You did. Uh, uh, incredible. I didn't hear it, so it didn't happen. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, actually, I think the correct term I used was they would open up the Xbox 360 catalog, which I don't think I I didn't really think they would announce it in such bold terms as backward compatibility is go. Um, I thought they would just eke out more on the storefront or whatever, but just opening it up for your library is fantastic. Yeah, I, it looks great. Um, Did they say they, whether or not, like, if you own digital versions, are those going to open up? Yes, too? yes, yeah. If you own the digital version, it will just show up in your library. Right. Um, and then, and obviously, that, disc versions will just work. And that is is wonderful because they've they've justified your digital collection. Right. Which is so many people have a concern with is what you know, which is why PC gaming is sort of a little bit better. Like you know, when I'm going to change my PC again next year, great, I'm, I'm going to load up Steam and my collection's back. Right, and it all I, works. Yeah, when my Xbox 360 gets put into the cupboard, when am I going to get to play Shadow Complex again? Right, exactly. And that was always because like I have a, I have a like of all the libraries of video games, I think my Xbox 360 library is huge. I think I have. Oh, I never finished Deadlight. Oh. Well, that's on Steam, son. You could play that on Steam. Yeah, but the, I don't have to buy it now. That's true. Yeah. Um, I know. It, the $3 Ste- it costs during Steam, the Steam sale is... It's yeah. uh, Windows only on Steam, I think, too. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. And I mean, I offloaded a big big pile of Xbox 360 games, but I didn't offload my core games that I love. Well, and, and it looks all... like they're focusing on Xbox Live Arcade because the first batch... I mean, this is the ca- this is the caveat. Um. It is software-based, and it is something that they are gradually rolling out like they did with the 360 and the Xbox One, or the original Xbox. Uh, it is not everything is going to be backwards compatible out of the box. There is not a 360 sitting in your Xbox One, so there is a software wrapper that they're putting out that they're constantly updating. I guess it's easier, based on stuff I've read post, that it's easier than it was for 360 where you had to have an individual wrapper for each game. This is a more generic wrapper that just kind of works. Um and it, the, basically the only thing that has to happen is, is that a publisher has to give the okay for their game to go through it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I wonder what's going to happen like um, with games that they re-released on Xbox One, like Limbo. I wonder if they're going to open those ones up or just make them separate. Yeah, I don't know. I it's going to suck if you bought it again. I mean, not yeah. probably a bad idea because you probably should have got it for 99 cents on Steam sale at some point. <laughs> But <laughs> it's funny, eh? Because it goes against every. It goes. You have people who are sitting there going, "Well, I think you know, there's no problem with them re, you know, reissuing, you know." Well, on the one hand, here you go. Here's Gears of War, which we, <laughs> which, which we get, you know, we're making for you to buy again. But on the other hand, here you go. We're opening up the library here, so you can play all your old games. I mean, it's yeah, it's really weird, but really, it's great. But it is good. Like this is a good thing because like there are so many. Like I have, I have two dj hero turntables that and i don't have a 360 hooked up like my wife's never played dj hero and she loves those rhythm games oh i keep meaning to buy that oh it's so good dj hero is so good platters that matter the platter the the wheels of steel (laughs) 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 all right and so number one um 
there was talk right before E3 that there was going to be a sequel to a game that no one is expecting, <laughs> and no one realized they wanted, and that like is going to surprise a lot of people. And so Ubisoft opened their conference with South Park, The Fractured Butthole. And I think that that is... Considering that Matt and Trey, after the mess that was Stick of Truth, um, between THQ falling out from underneath them and then having to deal with Obsidian, which, yeah. Um, they said they didn't want to make video games anymore. They were like, this is it, we are done. Here is your South Park video game. We're going to just go make money over here on the stage. Um, I was not aware that they had had that much of a problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, their their whole... The, them making video games had been troubled, has been troubled since the big since the jump. Like, there was that N64 game. There was that tower defense game. There are There have been... South Park games that they'd never felt lived up to the, the the license. And they felt like Stick of Truth did, but it was such a pain in the ass to make that they didn't want to do it again. But um, they're dealing with a whole new studio now. I imagine most of these assets have already been built. Like, they can just tell another story. And it looks fantastic. So that, for me, was... Uh, I think that was the biggest surprise of the show that wasn't at the Sony conference. Good. There you go, a 30-minute list. Good, excellent. Moving right along. That's a good list. Good deal. All right, so, uh, Fraser, what are you playing this week? Okay, well, where am I going to start? You know, I'm going to start with the game that I've been meaning to play and I keep trying to get to. I'm going to start Zombie Army Trilogy, which I have on the Xbox One. I had played some of this with Bongo the Saiyan. And uh, we had seemed to enjoy the couple of levels that we had played. So Zombie Army Trilogy is from the same... I haven't even got it. I can't tell you who made it. I haven't got that in front of me. But it's from the same people who... Sniper Elite. Sniper Elite. Exactly, John. Yeah. So, um, uh, but pretty much Zombie Army Trilogy is uh, Nazi zombies. um, Third person. Uh, It's almost like a cross between Left 4 Dead and Gears of War with Nazi zombies. So you're given mission objectives, you're out and about, you know, shooting all these zombies which are coming at you and you can make it to a safe house. In fact, it's extremely like Left 4 Dead in that um, in that respect. Um, but it doesn't play... It's really not a bad third-person shooter. It's pretty gruesome. Um, you wouldn't, I really shouldn't be playing it when my youngest is around. My boy loves it, though. Uh, <laughs> well, it's an important lesson. You can tell him how, da- how, how much of a plight on society that nazi zombies are well training them for the future right exactly the inevitable nazi zombie future um yeah so but i just feel compelled to talk about it because i was given the code from the developers and i haven't got around to playing it so i have so i have played a bit of it i played a bit more of it tonight actually before i came on i joined in a random game and that was pretty fun um so i've got rebellion rebellion developments yes that sounds familiar that's right yeah so i've got so i'm glad i finally got around to mentioning it because it's been in my library for about three or four weeks uh but I definitely want to play more of it. It was really cool. Today was the first time I took some pot shots at zombies and I got that that sniper animation where the bullet went through. They stopped. You know, as I was taking the shot, the bullet went through the air and pierced through the skull of a zombie. Uh, Nazi zombie, by the way. And uh, The best kind. Yeah, oh, yeah. It pre- yeah, it was pretty neat. So, um, Is there I a single see- player? Or is it just like, um, like a, a horde mode type situation? Uh, they have a horde mode and they have a campaign. So I haven't played the horde mode. Um... And I don't know if I really want to. I'm not really a fan of horde modes, usually. Because, um, I mean, you're just destined to fail at some point. 
Um, well, yeah, if but you yeah, look at it that way. Jeez. But uh, <laughs> grasses are <laughs> roses are red or whatever. Uh, so I've just played campaign, but it's really uh, this game is all about playing with other people, you know. So when you're getting overwhelmed, you're hoping that someone's going to come back and pick and, and and has got your back, or you see some one of your partners falls, you're going down and reviving them and stuff like that. So it's very very much um, like a Left for Dead or uh, you know. Like a Left for Dead or a Gears for War, like when your guy's down in Gears of War, somebody's coming to pick you up again, you know. Um, so, uh, but with Nazi zombies. All right. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I quite like it actually. Nice. Um, uh, oh yeah. Okay. One of the things, that, and uh, one one of the things we hadn't talked about for a while is finishing video games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Twilight Princess is done. What'd you think? I loved it. That's a great think, game. Yeah, I think it's probably it's up there with Ocarina of Time. And it's it's better than Skyward Sword. Um Skyward Sword is still a good game and here's the thing I finished Skyward Sword as well uh last week. Um but Skyward Sword it's all namby pamby crazy kooky characters. It's cool and it's got some great Zelda stuff in it. But Twilight Princess was cool, like really cool. Um, you know, once you got to get to the later spots and you really got the wolf mechanic down and some of the levels builds are just fantastic and the boss fights were great. I just loved it. I loved it. And I also, what I did was I transferred everything over from my Wii to the Wii U, so I did the, the transfer. That was pretty cool where the Pikmin all moved the bits of data over from mm-hmm. one console to the other. So that was really cool. But it up Twilight Princess beautifully onto 1080p. It was, uh, the Wii U displayed it way better than on the Wii. It was just uh, pretty amazing. So that was really good. Did I tell you I finished Ori in the Blind Forest? No, you didn't. No, yes. Wait. Yes, yes, you did. Maybe yeah, by text. Um, so I got that one done and dusted. Um, and I think you're going to come to that in a minute. At some point, I will talk about Warriors Blind Forest. And what else? Uh, Adventure Capitalist, the game I love to hate. Um, I was uh, still buying my lemonade stands and my oil rigs and all that sort of stuff. I was within touching distance of the end. Um, out of 498 unlocks, I was at 496. And just grinding to the finish line, I turned it on yesterday, and they've added another 200 unlocks. So, <laughs> so curse you, Hyper Hippo, may you burn in hell uh, for what you've done to me. And I really uh, have said to myself, I'm not going to play that game anymore, but I probably will try and get to the, still try and get to the game. Got to got to uh, click, man. Got to oh, click. It's got to click. Got to click more. It's just brutal. Um, uh, but the big one I've been playing this week is Splatoon. You got oh, this from yeah. the library. I got Splatoon from the library, yeah. I got it on, I noticed they had it on order, so I got in the queue for it. I was the second person to have it, so it wasn't covered in child's fingerprints, which is usually the way of the Wii games when they come out of the library. It's brutal, man. It's like bits of breakfast on them and shit like that. Cheetah's fingerprints? Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> uh, Splatoon is a wonderful game. Do I? Uh, so the premise behind this is another third-person shooter. Nintendo's new IP, the first new IP for 14 years. Um, you play as an inkling. Aww. And these little inklings are uh, equipped with uh, shooty-shooty guns that shoot paint everywhere. No bullets. The uh, scientific pa- name. Yeah, shooty-shooty mm-hmm. paint guns. That's and, the Latin. It's uh, from the Latin. 
Yeah, and uh, uh, and then the, the trick mechanic from the fact that you're sort of covering everything in paint, and they have um, what's called turf wars if you want to play online, right? So it's whoever can paint the most. Um, you can actually, you know, sh- you fire paint into people and make them explode or whatever, and so I suppose you can do deathmatch or whatever. But turf wars where you're all trying to cover as much of it in paint as you can. Um, but the clever mechanic they have is if you hit your shoulder button, you turn into a squid. And then that squid is able to swim in the paint that you have painted everywhere. So that gives you a mechanic to get from places qu- quickly or hide um, or get out of danger um, and climb walls. Like you can't climb walls as an inkling, but if you sp- spray paint up a wall, you can turn into the squid and climb the wall up through the paint and go up. Um, the squid can go through grates. And so they have this, this, this mechanic opens up many many possibilities for different ways to traverse the game worlds or to avoid danger or to attack your foes in different ways and i have to say it's absolutely brilliant um it is it is wonderful in terms of a new ip i think the inklings suck i don't think it's very memorable at all the squids are brilliant but you see them so briefly because as soon as you turn into them they disappear into the ground so They've missed a trick there. I don't think the IP is is that memorable at all. But in terms of fluid gameplay, and once you've played this for a while, it's really good. Light on content, I hear. Um, just two maps. I mean, they just they, added ranked, I guess. Uh, there were more maps. I haven't. I've got to say that I've played the campaign and I finished that. So okay. there's another game. There's another game I finished. I finished the campaign today. Um, and that was fun. That was sort of like you had sort of like four or five different stages, and each one of those contained four or five different um, areas. And each of those areas would be a battle to get to the end. Mm-hmm. Now, whether the and on the way to getting to the end, it could be either be trying to to um, traverse um, obstacles. One of you could be based around being more of an obstacle course type of level whether things shooting at you or things moving or things to jump or whatever. Or you could be playing another one where they, he's the, they're sending out bad guys to challenge you, so you're not just... So you could probably walk there quite easily, except these guys are coming for you and they're pretty tough. So it's fighting. Um, there's another one where there's a guy who sends out tornadoes at you, tornado um, things which you've got to avoid, and you can get yourself trapped. It's pretty hectic. And then at the end of the, each of those is a boss level, and they're they were really good. Not, I didn't find them too difficult. I got through them all. There were some of the levels were a bit challenging, but the final boss level, man, holy I've moly, heard. I've was heard. that a challenge? Wow, it was brilliant. But it was a case of I was working on him on Sunday. I think Monday I had a couple of goes. No, Monday I had a couple of goes. Yesterday, I think I had a, a, a crack at him in the evening. Today I came home, had a crack at lunchtime. You know. The boss battles were lasting about 10 to 15, 20 minutes a pop. And then I finally came back and had another go tonight and got it done. So, yeah. It's good. But would you pay There's $60? A li- uh, I don't know. I could see some people loving it. Absolutely loving it, getting going balls deep in it and really enjoying it. I'm very impressed with it. I don't like the IP very much. I think it's annoying. Um, but the fluidity of the gameplay and everything is really cool. So I hardly recommend anyone that Wii U needs to play it. 
It's it's on my it's it's on my radar. I uh, I I really kind of want to get it for my wife because I feel like it's a game she would really enjoy because her friends all play it. And uh, yeah, Oz so. Oz in the chat saying Splatoon is amazing. My game of the year right now. Yeah, I would definitely. I think I could definitely pop it up there, probably in my top five right now. Really? Yeah. Well, it's just the fact that Nintendo do. They're doing it right. I mean, it's a it it's whatever the game is meant to be. It's done right. Mm-hmm. It's really slick. It looks beautiful. Colors are amazing. It's fun. Uh, the gameplay mechanics are just brilliant. Once you get familiar with the with the jumping around and the firing and the weaponry and the and turning into that squid and zooming up things, once that becomes something you do easily, it's really cool. It's really really good. Um, so yeah, I could pop it up there for sure. Yeah, I need I to need, play more multiplayer, though. I need to check it out. Yes, yeah, same here. So, that's good. That's me done. All right. Fish. Fish. Uh, I, don't, I don't learn from my mistakes, is the problem, really. Uh, it's, <laughs> so, it's the Steam sale this week. Um, and uh, on, so on one of the days, I don't remember what day now, they all kind of blend together. Uh, the Road Redemption, or I think it's just called Road Redemption, was on sale. And I remembered this being a Kickstarted title... Um, like Road Rash. If anyone's ever played Road Rash, it's motorcycles and you hit people off motorcycles and it's a race. And I remember loving that game. With uh, chains. In the, yeah, with chains, with all sorts of stuff, baseball bats. And I remember loving that game in the same Uh-oh, way. Oh, did you buy on nostalgia? Yeah, this is Carmageddon again. Like I, I was like, oh man, I loved Carmageddon. This will be good. I bought Road Redemption, and 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 not only that, it's an early access game because of <laughs> course it is. Yeah, that game's not fun at all. Holy. Oh, no. Oh, God. Hang on a second. I just loaded up the video here for it. And somebody right. said here, there's a quote from Nerd3. says, really bloody fun. Yeah, well, I don't know who this Nerd3 guy is, but <laughs> he and I have he and I have different tastes. Like, the, the like, I, and I don't know how long this game's been in development. I'll be completely fair. I, I feel like it's been a while, though, because I feel like it was, it was, like, the, the Kickstarter for it was a while ago. Um... But like the the motorcycles don't feel like they're part of the, the 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 world. Like they just are like plastered on top of it. Nothing looks good. Everything is very floaty. Controls. There's no sense of friction. Like ah, oh, I just I need to stop buying early access games. Is what it boils down to. There were just so many good ones. Like we had Darkest Dungeon, and uh, there was another one that now I can't remember what it is, but it was really good too. Um, so you got this on a on a sale yeah i think i paid six bucks for it so i'm not gonna refund it because who knows maybe it'll get good maybe we'll get there one day did i hear you refunded a game i did i refunded two games i uh i bought um the homeworld collection i didn't like homeworld when it first came out but i thought to myself maybe i'll like it now (laughs) dude you have problems (laughs) well well, here's the thing here's the thing it was it was like 12 bucks for a 35 dollar title and i was like i can't pass that up (laughs) but i refunded that and i refunded uh gtav just to see if I could, because I had, like that game I bought when it came out, which was like a month ago, and so how, okay. and I put in like four hours into it. So what's the caveat then for returning it? Well, like they said, it was within two weeks or and less than two hours played, and I had exceeded both those things. Two clicks and I got my money back. Interesting. So. Oh uh, yeah. So Road Redemption. I don't. No, I would not. I would not recommend that at all. And then and. <laughs> To add insult to injury uh, this week, or last week too, 
Uh, everyone's telling me that I need to finish Ori in the Blind Forest. And so I've been sitting down trying to finish Ori in the Blind Forest. If you don't follow me on Twitter, um, I broke an Xbox One <laughs> controller. You didn't really, though. I did. You? No, no, I really did. No, no, I broke my Xbox One controller. Like, uh, my spare Xbox One controller. I broke it because I threw it against the wall. No, well, Now you, now you can buy yes, an Elite I One. Uh, Why yeah, did no. you do that? Because, I, and I, you know what? I, this is the first controller I have broken probably since my Sega Genesis days. So if that tells you, like, anything, like, I just... There, there was this thing where I had to, I had to, whatever the thing is called, where you like can control the projectile, like you can jump onto the projectile and then like shoot off of it, or control which direction it's gonna go. You had to like move it up to break this this barrier, and I spent two hours trying to do that, and I finally did it at the cost. But I didn't break, I didn't break my precious white PS4 controller, so that's okay. Yeah, you're fine. You're not gonna get broken. Don't worry. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think my problem with Ori in the Blind Forest—it's a great game. Like, don't don't get me wrong. This is a this is an MP, not a not a game problem. This is a my problem. Uh, it's too Super Meat Boy e for me. Like, it's too. I have never. This is one of the reasons I am not good great at fighting games anymore. Like, I am. My hand eye coordination is 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 fine, but it's not. I can't like the 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 exact stuff the the stuff where you have to be exact. I am not great at. Um, so the, there's an ability that Ori has. I assume it's Ori. He's certainly not the blind forest. So whoever the main character is in that game, Ori. Yeah, I think it's Ori. Isn't I it? think it's Ori. Um, uh, there's an ability that he has. He or she. Uh, I don't know. Uh, that um, you can if someone shoots a projectile on you, you can almost attached to it and the game stops completely and you get this arrow and you can launch off of it or you can well you can launch off of it and you can pick a direction and based on the direction you launch off of it you can also adjust its trajectory and there yeah. are puzzles based around this and i am just i'm just not good at it i it took two hours but i learned that i don't have to hold the the analog or the digital pad to to continue moving it i can tap it and get kind of more like um uh, exacting controls out of it by tapping, um, and and that helped. But that that's one of the things about it. But I I will finish this game because I feel like I need to because it is a fantastic game. It is just not a game for me. But it's I will finish hard it in in parts, and there were a lot of parts where I, you know, we we talked about this. John was the same, you know, like the whatever that tree was called, you know, going the up Ginso and, tree. Like, yeah, yeah that, that's that, that's where that that's where that puzzle was. The yeah. Ginso tree nearly killed me. That's where I still am. Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Well, it gets, yeah. it gets a little easier awesome. after that. Yeah, and then it gets a lot harder at other points. I mean, there's. It's hard. Yes. It's it's challenging in parts. Yes. That's for for sure. I would, if I had any piece of advice, I would um, find every upgrade you can. And grind away at upgrading and get to the triple jump. Once you get triple jump in your arsenal, things become a lot easier. How do I get triple jump? Is you that in the tree? Go, Is that in the, the, it's in, Yeah, it's down one of the paths on the oh, skill shit. tree. Because I just found out that uh, breathing underwater is down one of the paths on the skill tree. I just unlocked that, thinking, why is. I didn't realize that like this was an upgrade. I've been upgrading like the attack tree because I'm like, I just want to kill things quickly. Well, yeah. I mean, they're all good. They're all good. It's a good skill tree, all of them. Yeah. Um,. But once tri- I didn't really get didn't really get triple jump till probably just before the final section, but I reckon it it, it really took the, the edge off the final section for me. So, yes, 
Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. It's good. I mean, it. I. it's good. I will I will finish it. And then, um, you know, we had uh, Reese emailed us, I think that, that was two weeks ago now, uh, asking about, um, you know, our favorite games. And I talked a lot about Portal 2, and I was like, you know what, it's, it's, it's time to go again. It's time to go back to uh, Aperture and, and and just see, pick it pick it apart, see if there's if there's any flaws in this game. Because like I when I, I when I, I speak without hyperbole when I say I believe that game is perfect. I believe that that game sets out with a goal in mind and achieves it and has no problems in that on that way. Bioshock one, no Did Portal say- two, Portal two. Oh sorry, no no. Oh, I, I was thinking of Rapture. Sorry. No, it's okay. Bioshock One's got a lot of problems in that fourth act. Um, so I, I went back, installed Portal Two, and god damn it, that game's so good. Like, that, that game has no business being that good. It's just like it is written so well. Like there was a I, every time I play it, there's like a line that I had forgotten, and like I, I laugh at it again. Like uh, um, Glados says. Uh, you did so well there. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note in your in the commendations portion of your folder. Oh, there's a lot of room here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, and it's just and and like just as you're starting to be like, okay, I don't know how much longer I want to play this part of Portal. It completely flips the script on you and gives you a whole new like environment, a whole new set of tools and like uh, just like a different and a whole new objective and i like i just it never outlives its welcome which is something that like i was really worried about when it first came out because portal one is a is the perfect length that game is the perfect length for that type of game you do not get tired in portal one and i was like i'm not sure you can do an eight hour game of this and they did they managed to and it's just it's written it's written wonderfully um it controls great obviously and it just it, it, it is a joy to play through again and um, yeah, I still I still think that's the best game ever made. Well, that's good. Yeah, it good. hasn't got it hasn't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to reaffirm your own your own hyperbolic opinions. Yeah. Good job. Pat yourself on the back, everyone. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's what I've been. That is what I've been playing. John, what have you been playing? Well, okay. So one thing um, I didn't play too much. Well, we all know what I've played, but I'm not going to bring that one up anymore. Um, until the fall <laughs> with the Taken King. With but, the Taken uh, King. Yep. Um, but one thing I picked up um, was an early access, a game called Stranded Deep. It's on Steam. So tell me, John, is this a survival horror survivor game? Uh, minus the horror, I think, but just survival. Good, good. Not enough of those on Steam. I mean, I, I think that's what early access means. Right. Can't Pretty wait. That was, you know, I forgot to mention that. That was something that, that, uh, that Microsoft announced. They're doing early access on, uh, on Xbox. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yep. I believe The Long Dark was one of the first titles uh, announced. Yep, I have that game on Steam, too. Yep. It's my Great. problem. Great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Stranded Deep is actually kind of cool, though. Um, the whole game premise is that you're stranded on an island. Uh, there's a nice little um, interactive beginning where the plane crashes. Remind me of Lost in a way. Um, but essentially you make a way into a life raft and then when you come to, you are just offshore from an island. So you jump in the water, swim over, and then try to start figuring things out. Um, tell me, John, tell me. What was the first thing you crafted? I didn't craft anything yet. I didn't play it that long. <laughs> <laughs> I explored. 
I just tried collecting a bunch of things. I started putting stuff in a pile on the beach. <laughs> um, I climbed a tree and knocked down some coconuts. Uh, there were some sticks. Did climbing that tree going, unlock any portion of the map? No, it didn't. No, there was, and then there was no hay for me to jump well, into or piles of cocaine. You like are not, you are not selling me on this game at all, John. <laughs> So it, the graphics are great. It's, it's actually really gorgeous. A lot of the, a lot of good uh, light reflection with the water and everything. Um, so uh, you work your way around the beach, kind of figure out what's on the beach. Not much. Then you have to start swimming in the water. You find uh, like an old sunken ship. And it's all procedural, so it's going to be different every time you, you launch the game. There's a lot of uh, sea turtles, things like that. So eventually I'm sure I could take a rock and hit one if I needed to. Eat. <laughs> um so I, I explored a sunken ship and found some stuff. And as I'm coming up, I get attacked by a tiger shark. So, kind of like Rust. That's the bear, I think, in Rust. <laughs> um, but pretty well done. Pretty cool. Um, and I think I, it was like a few bucks the other day on sale, on, uh, on the Steam sale. So um, it's got um, generally positive reviews on the Steam side. So that's not Yeah, bad. I wanted to buy this game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's fun to run around in that, that environment. Something different. You know, I, I think all the other ones are these crazy massive open lands. I think the nice thing with this one was it's a little bit of land and a lot of water. Um, it looks like there's smaller islands in the distance. I don't know if you can make your way to them or not. Something yet to find out. Um, but pretty decent. But I'm plays just, just like waiting. all the other ones. I'm waiting for all these survival crafting games to just to 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 beat it out and like beat each other up, and then whatever rises to the top. Like there's this, there's Subnautica, there's uh, Rust, obviously. There's all sorts of these like crafty survival, not Minecraft, wink wink, games. And I'm just waiting before I before I throw my lot in with one. What I thought you were gonna say was I'm waiting for the uh, physical retail release to play this. <laughs> <laughs> I only buy my PC games physical. Yeah, you know, especially these early access ones that are, um, right. you know, because they 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 I so like often them. finish up and have f- full versions. Right. Um, but yeah, I actually enjoy it. It's pretty fun to to play. Um, yeah, I've talked about the long dark in the past too, but that's that's actually pretty decent too. Um, I mean, it's cool to see some of those indies starting to hit Xbox One because I know that was one of the big criticisms early on was there wasn't much in terms of indie. Uh, thanks, Don Metric. And Obama. Yeah. Both yep. of them. They both work for Zynga uh, now, I think. I think so. I think that's the... Oh, no. Don Metric is not in Zynga anymore. So it's just Obama. Just Obama at Zynga. Just Pincus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then besides Stranded Deep, um, Stranded Deep within Early Access, um, <laughs> uh, I did get into the Gears beta. I played a little bit last night. Well, anybody can get into it. It's not like I was like, I won. Guys, I was we picked. have to be a part of the preview program, right? Nope. Oh. Mm-mm. Gears of no, War. No, I didn't com. think I was in that. I didn't think I was in the preview program, but it was just, there for me. So yeah, I just go to Gears. Of, if you go to Gears of War. Com, you can um, get the beta keys. Or they they message them to you, um, and then you can start the download and have access into it. But uh, yeah, it's Gears of War multiplayer. It just looks a little more polished. Yeah. Um, also, remind me how much I suck at that multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was never ready. It's that brutal. It. It was, I was, I am, uh, you know. The competitive multiplayer I didn't like. I loved horde mode in that game, but the competitive multiplayer never did anything for me. Yeah, horde mode is, is, is definitely great. This is just the uh, 
the death match and all that stuff. But, um, but it was kind of fun playing it for a little bit. Um, not sure if I'm going to jump back in again this week because it's just CBT. If I <laughs> just going to run in and get slaughtered every time. Um, that but was it looks the first, good. That was the first. That was the first horde mode. Was Gears Two? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's why we call it horde mode. Because they called it horde cool. mode. <laughs> Um, but the other, uh, thing I played this week also, uh, announced and released within E3 was Fallout Shelter by Bethesda, by obviously. Bethesda. People that... are saying they're enjoying this. Yeah, it's yeah. quite good. Um, it's free. And I also like how they took some digs at some of those in-app purchase, you know, pay to win sort of games. Um, although they do have in-app purchases. <laughs> well, right. But the, you don't have to. They don't. The, all the in-app purchases gives you like items, right? Like it's just like it's like a card pack. You yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. It, it, in a way, it's like spend money to get you out of the hole. So the way it works is, it's kind of blends things like XCOM and FTL gameplay in one. So you're sort of the overseer of of the Fallout shelter. Um, so when you first start up, like there's you have the the vault door, and you have um, you have two elevators. Well, like one elevator, but two two levels, and you have your living quarters. And then it kind of walks you through the little tutorial mode, how to set up like your uh, power station and your water uh, purification station. And then you get people that come up to the door and they're they're your residents. Um, and then they have different stats that will reflect, you know, how well they'll do in different rooms. So, you know, it's um, like if it's a science lab and they have a higher, like it requires more intelligence. So you want to put somebody with that stat in that room, you know, for for uh, better production of, of those items. Um, and then as, you know, as you hit different little markers or achievements or as, um, you know, you, you get more water supply, you know, because essentially what they're doing is they're purifying water, then you get more supply to go to your, um, to your backup because you want to keep those levels high so then they stay happy and all that stuff. Um, you get also bottle caps, and that those bottle caps um, go to adding more rooms or um, different items or upgrading those rooms. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. There's, um, you know, and similar to FTL, you know, you can do things like, um, if you want to rush production of like, let's say the diner, you, you can put the diner, that's where the food comes from. You can rush production and if it succeeds, you get extra bottle caps and extra food. If it fails, um, either a fire will break out or roaches come out and those roaches also attack your people. So those are kind of like the FTL things. Like if there's fire in FTL, everyone's got to rush to put it out or they have to get out of that room. Um, so um, that's kind of a nice little thing. And then the other thing is you can get uh, a bandits coming in to raid your place too. So if they break down the vault door, so you have to defend them. So that's the other thing. So there's a lot of interactivity. It's not literally just, you know, hey, let's make some water and have, have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of risk involved. And then over time, you know, depending on where they are, they could be happy or sad. So you want to move them around to the rooms that, you know, are more fit for what their strong suits are. Um, you know, so... I think my first go, I just started making a bunch of rooms and then that was a bad idea because then everyone was just so strung out from working. <laughs> and then cockroaches came and killed five people. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was good. Um, you can send people out into the wasteland as well. Um, typically you want to wait a while until they're leveled up because they level up over time as well and then they get better at those different stats and um, you unlock more things like guns and equipment and things like that for protection. So then you can have them geared up to go out and then when they're out, they can bring back a lot of items as well. So um, that's pretty good. And it's not something that you really have to like, you know, there's a lot you can do in one sitting, but you can put it down, come back and then, you know, continue off. It's not like you have to stay, you know, dug in the whole time. But the 
graphics are great. I mean, it's, you know, it's obviously a little more whimsical and cartoony, but what's really cool is when you move, um, you know, the, the whole camera around the perception and depth of field is pretty cool. You know, it really looks like, you know, in one of the living quarters, you can see there's a doorway and a room in the back and there's a poster on the wall. So, you know, you can see it move up and down as you kind of change your angle, your viewing angle, just like you would right. if you were like, walking around. Um, yeah, really well done. And it's free, which is great. It's fascinating they can just drop this. Right? Oh, yeah, here's a little game you can play on your iPad while you're waiting for the... Yeah, and, and they... Here's, some, you know, here's something of such quality, that you, the likes of which you probably don't see on the iPad very often and all the shit that gets released. And yeah. the fact that how well they worked with Apple with it because, you know, most, most releases are on Thursdays for the App Store. And the fact that they were able to partner with Apple and have something drop at a specific time on Sunday night and then get put right on the front page of the App Store, like that's definitely something they worked closely with to have that happen. Yeah, and and I, you can tell this is the uh, this is the we're going crazy making Fallout Four, so this is like a fun side project, and it's great that they just released it for free and and that was it, you know. Yeah, that's cool. And it's and it's probably way up on the rankings in the App Store right now too. It's the top grossing app right now. Yep, that makes sense. Um, yeah, and then the other so there's a few other things you can do too to get more. You can randomly get somebody at the door that wants to be you know part of part of your vault and you can bring them in and whatever room you want to put them in um and then later on you can unlock a radio station to increase your chance of more people coming in if you want to build your community um or alternatively you could put a male and a female in the living quarters and then eventually they kind of go in the back room smiley faces come out and then the next thing you know she's pregnant <laughs> that's how it works right that's how that yep, works i don't have yep. any children so i'm not sure back room smiley faces mm-hmm. babies i don't have a back room um, I have well, a ki- like i i guess I guess I like I have a I have a walk-in closet. Is that, Do you have that a cabinet? <laughs> a cabinet? Don't worry, fish. I'm in the dark about it too. I think both <laughs> my children were conceived on very drunken nights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what went down. Um, but yeah, Fallout Shelter, pretty good. Check it out if you have. It works on iPhone and iPad, so it's not like just an iPad only thing. It works on both. Universal. One thing I don't think it has though is the. Uh, iCloud features, so you can't just pick up one device, switch to the other one later on. Fucking Bethesda. Only... Oh, yeah, man. I know. Keep it do what happens if I pick up the wrong iPad? Yeah. Well, you got to play somebody else's. <laughs> you can have up to three vaults going at the same time, too. What if I call not my sure, vault Not sure who I want to do that. What if I had vault 420? You can do that. Wicked. Mm-hmm. Wicked in it, mate. Wicked. In it. Well, should we talk about the news? Sure. This is a great piece of news. The original news. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking news. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? News from Japan. News from Japan. Japan. Fish, I I know how much you love your news. This will be quick. Dare I may say we try and make it quick? and We'll make this quick. We'll make this quick. I just want to talk briefly about uh, the news we were going to talk about. Uh, three stories, uh, the big three uh, announcements at Sony's press conference. They are not included in our, in our preamble uh, because uh, they, uh, they stood out on their own. Sony knocked it out of the park this year at their press conference to everyone's surprise. Um, they opened with Last Guardian, which we kind of knew was coming, but... You know they had, they had broken our heart before, but yes, Last Guardian is a thing. It is coming to PS4 next year. Um, and uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Fumito Ueda 
is on the game. He is not the even though he is a contractor, he has been on this game from the jump. It's not it's not been pushed off to someone else. Uh, and then more announcements came, nothing really interesting, and they were like, oh, hey, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to remake Final Fantasy VII uh, on the Sweet. PS4. So completely redone Final Fantasy VII. Uh, my guess would be it's two years away because that's the 20th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it was 97. So 2017, uh, they showed a CG trailer. It was a great trailer, a great reveal trailer. Um, yeah, that's something that everyone's been clamoring for in a big way so yeah i think I, you know what i, I it's very funny because i i mean I've, I've been always been sort of interested in the last guardian or whatever but it's wonderful that, that we see last guardian and it's arrived and it's it's a thing and and i and a lot of people were saying it might it's is it a thing i think we knew it was a thing i mean it was last year they said it is a thing they keep they keep they kept saying it was it's, a thing it's a they thing. kept they kept it's saying that yeah so fair play to them yeah, they, they, they um, didn't lie to us. But I'm not giddy about it. No, I agree. I'm with you. I'm glad that it's finally out there. You know, like, I'm it's glad good to see Bird Dog. He's there. It's cool. Whatever he is. Yeah, whatever he is. The kitty dragon? I prefer Bird. I don't think that looks like a cat. No. Yeah, I don't know why we started calling it the kitty dragon. Or dragon, for that matter. Right, I don't I'm know. Going, I don't I'm know. It's Bird, Bird Dog. Dog. It's probably, it's probably Placky's thing. Um, it's an so eagle good. terrier, I think. But, uh, yeah, uh, the... Um, during the presser, I, I, in fact, one of my predictions from the Overseas Connection was a Final Fantasy remaster, uh, Final Fantasy VII remaster. I don't know where I pulled that out of. You have the gift. And I don't even think I believed it when I wrote it down. And then it happened. And I was... some that, that I'm giddy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I think... Uh, assuming that they, they've said that they're going to make subtle changes to the story, because I'm not sure that story works today. But... Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, that's that's uh, that's exciting. So, th- I said there were three big announcements. Um, and and you probably already know this if you're living under a, unless you're living under a rock or a furnace enthusiast, you know what the third announcement is. But I want to just say quickly, there was these rumors that started to spread shortly before Sony went on. It it it, it was you know we're gonna see Last Guardian, and that had become kind of accepted. Like this was a thing, and then like two days before the press conference, people started hearing about this Final Fantasy VII remake. And it was reported on a couple, like, you know, iffy websites, iffy blogs that, you know, do we trust these people or not? Are they really, or are they just trying to drive traffic? But that started to pick up some momentum up to when the the conference started. It, the, the odds were not even, but it wasn't 0%. But then this third rumor emerged that Sony was going to finance and make Shenmue 3. Which, like, on the, on the scale of ridiculous video game ideas, like, Shenmue 3 is Christmas list, like, this is like, we're gonna get a sequel to Symphony of the Night level of, of, like, this is never going to happen, right? Shenmue 2 nearly bankrupted Sega. It nearly bankrupted Sega. Um... So Shenmue 3 was never a thing that was going to happen. Yeah, there were people that, you know, were never going to hear the end of that story, but at the end of the day, that was just not a thing that was ever going to happen. So these rumors started to come up, and people were like, oh, this is a thing that's going to happen. And and no, like, no, there's no way that Sony is going to announce that Shenmue 3, that they're, that they're financing Shenmue 3. And then Sony came out and announced that they're financing Shenmue 3. It's kickstarted, which I think is the right move, but based on the Kickstarter, Sony's going to throw in some cash as well 
and, and it was just, funded in under nine hours. Right, it was funded to two million in under nine hours, and it hasn't gone much past that since. Uh, well, you but, don't need to, right? Why would you want to fund it if it's made? It? Well, now they're saying that that the how much it gets is going to decide how much how big the game is and how you know the more you the more you buy, the more you get. Apparently, um, for Shenmue three, but this is just that's nuts. That's like I don't care about Shenmue. But it was incredible seeing the reactions of Shenmue Three. There's a there, if you haven't look up the game trailers reaction to Shenmue Three. Yeah, I saw that today. I I mean I don't know anything about Shenmue. That one passed me by. I missed missed all that. Same. But but I and I don't. I, yeah. So the fan Just, reaction to that. Why why do are you aware? What was it? That, why is the fan reaction to? It baffles me why the fan reaction to that is, is so much more drastic than to, to the Final Fantasy Seven. Because I think that this, like I said, I think this is a, even a bigger stretch than Final Fantasy VII. Like, I think Shenmue 2, Shenmue 2 is the reason that Sega had to partner with Sammy. Like, they had to merge with Sammy, otherwise they were going to go out of business. Um, and it was basically like, you will never, you will, they will never make another one of these games because the last one nearly killed them. So I think people, people had decided that this was not a thing that was ever going to come out. It's like Mother 3 coming out in the U.S., there's a small group of people that love Shenmue and love it like feverishly, right. um, and and always were saying, if you brought out Shenmue three, I would buy it. So that's why I think that this Kickstarter thing is the right move, because you are now saying, all right, well, put your money where your mouth is, and we will t- we will toss in the rest. And um, yeah, I think this is. This is just nuts. This is nuts. That game, like, it was, it's a joy to watch people react to that, because, like, it's just, it's pure elation. Like, that game trailer's response to this is pure elation. Like, and, and Placky and I were losing our shit, and neither of us have any intention of playing that game. But we were losing our shit, because, like, it's just, like, 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 they found Jimmy Hoffa's body. Like, this is, like, something that you never thought would happen in your lifetime, and it's gonna happen. Yeah. That's good to see. Yeah, I agree. And that was, I mean, like, that's why those weren't part of the list at the beginning, because those three would have been at the top of the list. So, yeah, that's your news. That's it. That's noose. Good old bit of noose. Noose. Good deal. All right. Charts? Let's do some charts, then. Chart music. Cue the chart music. Good. That's good. That's the. Uh, this is like a remix. Okay. Uh, right. Who would um, anybody want to choose a chart to do, or should I just get on with it? I'll do. I'll do the West. I'll do the West. Okay. Go. All right. Number ten. Farming Simulator 15. Finally, Giant Software has a has a real hit on their hands. At uh, number nine, Battlefield. I thought you were going to say finally almost off the charts. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, number eight, Splatoon. Number seven, Call of Duty. All. Number six, FIFA. Uh, number five, GTAB. Number four, Payday 2 Crime Wave Edition. Number three, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Number two, Lego Jurassic World. And number one, the surprising number one, The Elder Scrolls Online. Because it just was released for PS4 and Xbox One. Anybody going to play that? Nope. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be Toilet, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Japan, do it. Steve, Steve will play it. What do you think Steve will play Elder Scrolls Online? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I think he already is. I mean, 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, Japan. Uh, at number 10 for the 3DS, it's Girls Mode 3, Kira Kira Code. At yes. number 9 for the PlayStation Vita, Shirin the Wanderer 5 Plus. At number 8 for the PlayStation 4, Fish's favorite, it's Alien Isolation. <laughs> at number 7 for the PlayStation 4, it's The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. At number 6 for the PlayStation Vita, Minecraft PlayStation Vita Edition. At number 5 for the Wii U, it's Mario Kart 8. At number 4 for the PlayStation Vita, The Legend of Heroes, Trails in the Sky Evolution. Because of course it is. At number 3 for the Wii U, my favourite, Splatoon. Uh, at number 2 for the 3DS, Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden. Go on, say it. Say yeah. it. No, Butoden. You'll be Z. Hey, you've got freedom all over our letter. Uh, at number 1 for the 3DS, it's Rhythm Heaven The Best Plus. I wasn't going to say anything about the Z. I was more concerned with the fact that it sounds like the game is called Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butts. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> And that is your chart. All right. All right. Uh, do we want to do the quiz or do we want to do community? Do we have uh... We have a question from Stu Leckie. Oh, we do. Who put that in there? I did. Nice. He posted about it in the in the chat right before the game right before uh, the game started. Go on then, let's get uh, Stu's question out of the way. No offense, Stu, but let's get this thing done. Let's, <laughs> let's get it. Let's bury Stu's I'll, I'll question. I'll read it up. I'll read it up. All right, do it. Uh, let's see. Stu says, Stu writes in, fellas, what I would like to know is what were you hoping to see at E3 that was absent from the show? Thanks. Stu Lucky. Red Dead Redemption. Uh, Rockstar never goes to E3. I know, but I'm still Did they do the anything show. at E3 at all? No. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, price drops. Price drops price are some right. sort of new hardware. Um, I know that we got a new Xbox, but I was hoping for a new PS4 because I want. Yeah, the PS4. I thought there was a new PS4 coming. I'd like to see the. I'd like the PS4 to drop in price before the end of the year. I'd like to buy one at Christmas. Right. But saying that, I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm just so overfilled with e3 stuff right now that it's like oh god no i'm sorry i couldn't possibly have another course like you know i'm full thank you so i don't know know. just it's interesting to talk about price drops we're heading in the right direction on the consoles Mm -hmm. right for anybody and i don't think our listeners are really the sort of people who are fanboys and none of us are like yeah my fucking xbox is way better oh my god i can't believe they're putting gears on the pc traders you know the simple fact that we have this competition, which is very, very healthy and buoyant right now, and the PC, Steam, and the, and the force that is the Steam and PC gaming is providing, is the fact that I can go onto the Xbox One digital site now, and they are knocking 40% off Battlefield Hardline, 20% off, 40% off Battlefield 4, 20% off something else. That was unheard of for that sort of stuff mm-hmm. six months ago plus. So we are headed in the right direction as consumers for consoles providing us with value. So things are good, going in the right direction. Hardware is still bloody expensive. True. But um, so I was, you know, I'm pretty pleased with that that 
sort of state of affairs right now. The competition is fantastic. Nintendo really need to up their game a bit. We didn't even mention Nintendo once yet, really, did we? Yeah, I mean, Metroid. I didn't see Metroid. And that, like, a real Metroid game. None of that nonsense. That yeah, that's a bit real. disappointing. But no yeah. Metroid game. And that was, that was, that that hit me, that cut me deepest. I was yeah, cut deepest I, I, you that. know what? I'll put that in as what, what I was hoping to see. Because I would have liked to have seen a Metroid game. Maybe Zelda. I would like to have seen more from, from Nintendo. Yeah, they kind of had a weak conference. Yeah, I mean, I've still like pretty much. I've, I've pretty much the majority of my time has been spent playing Nintendo games in the last right. week or two weeks. So, you know, you must be doing something right. John, well, I said Red Dead Redemption. You did say Red Dead Redemption. That's right. Yeah. Say it again. Um, Red Dead Redemption. John, you know that game's already out, right? Yeah. No, I know, but um, sequel. You can play it on. You'll be able to play it on your Xbox One soon too. Yeah, yeah. I if I didn't trade all that stuff in already, <laughs> I think that's one of the most requested titles. I think I'll so send you can, my copy. You can vote uh, on good. titles for that. I yeah, that's already the top one. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Don't surprise me. Shadow Complex was down around about the eighties or nineties. Ooh, yeah, it'd be nice to have that one again too. For show. For show quiz. Quiz. Do we okay. have a quiz? We do have a quiz. All right, let's do it. It's an E3 quiz. Oh, good. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you didn't. Did that okay. happen this week? Okay. No, it was a Steam sale this week. Couldn't have been. Uh, I've, I've written oh, an right. S. There's nobody called S Plane. Uh, Fish and John. Uh, John, heads or tails? Uh, heads. It is heads. Play or pass? A play. Okay. Uh, your first question is on The Last Guardian. Hmm. What color... Are bird dogs horns? Ooh. Is it A blue, B black, C purple, or four green? I'm colorblind. They're gray. <laughs> Everything in that game is gray. I don't think colorblind works like that. Uh, I'm th- think they're green. Is that your final answer? That's probably wrong too. Be sure. Do your do your best bird dog impression. I was watching on mute. <laughs> Green is the right answer. Yes. Oh, sweet. Okay. Nice. You could actually argue they're sort of like an aquamarine blue, but when he turns his head, you can see behind his ears, they were sort of like a bluey purple. So I'm going green. Color specialist, Fresmores. Right. Uh, Mr. Sarex. Yes, sir. Doom. Yes, Doom. Uh, at the start of the Doom trailer, he put on a helmet. Yes, he did. On the helmet, there were some markings. What were they? Were the markings, did they say F90, B47, BE3, or ARM5? That's F90, B47, BE3, or ARM5? I'm going to go BE3, but I have no fucking Suck idea. Suck my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> eh, eh, miss. Uh, it was, in fact, F90. I would have never... That was like that was third. That was that third was on a, my list of guesses. Yeah, I know. That was a brutal... <laughs> that was a crappy, crappy question. But, Glad you uh, rank all the answers before answering. Well, yeah. Go. Uh, okay. Uh, Lovely. Yep. Your next question is on... Halo 5. 
Who was being controlled in the Halo 5 campaign demo? Was it A, Buck, B, Locke, C, Vale, or 4, Tanaka? I'm going to go B, Locke. <gasps> John, is that your final answer? Yep. Storming it. You're in trouble, Fish. That is the right answer, John. John, is Halo 5 <laughs> called Halo 5 Guardians? Halo 5, not Halo 4. Halo 5... These questions are easy. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to make, <laughs> trying to make light of the fact they're easy. Easy up there, Tiger. Your time John, was E3 come. this week? <laughs> next week? Four John, weeks ago? Or next year? John, is E3 a gaming expo, a plumbing expo, a window expo, or a light festival? How could you say that question was easy? <laughs> Did you know that? It was yeah, Stark. I would have no Locke. idea on that one. Yeah, yeah, it was Locke. I mean, I'll give you that. You, the thing is, right, the helmet question was shit. I'll take that. <laughs> I, I know that, and you should deserve some an- I deserve some animosity for the helmet question. <laughs> Don't be telling me that question was easy and the bird dog's horn color. I would yeah, have no idea. Well, I just I remember <laughs> I remember that it was green because I remember thinking that that fucking kitty dragon has green horns. Well, it's Why funny does... how you know the answer to all the questions that you didn't get. Yeah, well, I wasn't paying attention to anything in Doom <laughs> other than the fact that everyone was exploding and there was fire. And if you had, had... <laughs> if you had <laughs> asked me if there had been fire in the Doom demo, I could have answered that question accurately. <laughs> and you've only had one question. Good lord! Wait till you get this one. <laughs> Who from Nintendo? turned into Star Fox. And there's no uh, multiple choice because there's only a possible three. Um, did you see that? I did. Let's see. Well, Reggie turned into... Um, to... Um, uh, the blue guy whose name now escapes me. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Miyamoto turned into Star Fox. Is that your final answer? Yeah, that's my final answer. It's the right answer! Oh, nice. oh man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We've nailed yeah, it. I think Reggie turned into that bird thing. Yeah, I can't remember his name. And uh, who was the other guy? Doug Bowser. No, Doug Bowser did not make any appearances. <laughs> no, Doug Bowser. Uh, well done. Okay, uh, John. Mm-hmm. Mario and Luigi what? Paper Pals, Paper Party, Paper Jam, or Paper Craft? Paper crap? Is that what I said? <laughs> Paper craft. Laura Croft. Would you like those answers again? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paper pals. Paper party. Paper jam. Paper craft. Pa- uh, paper party. Sure. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I haven't actually written down the answer. <laughs> it's, it's, it's paper. It's paper. It's jam. paper jam, isn't it? It's paper jam. Oh, John, that's Ooh. the wrong answer for you. This, this fish, where, you're still uh, complaining because you got a chance to get in here. I need. I've gotten everyone one. right except for the fucking helmet question. God I damn it! I need you to get this one wrong because I don't. Well, have, you had two I questions. I don't have a tiebreaker. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Give me. Okay, this is another one. There's no multiple answers. You got to get it right or not. What vehicle is being ridden on in Trials Fusion Awesome Level Max? A fire-breathing unicorn. Oh, I knew that one. (laughs) 
Yeah, I didn't need the fire breathing bit, but that added to it. That was really impressive. Well, I think I think it is a fire breathing unicorn, is it not? I think I so. I don't know. I, I, I thought it was very very minimal attention. I went that. If not, it damn well should be. I didn't yeah. see any of that. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit, what's that? That'll make a question. <laughs> Some cat thing riding a unicorn, and it's Charles Fusion. <laughs> is that Kitty Dragon? Is the right answer, and that <laughs> screwed me because that's too all, and I don't have a tiebreaker for once. You can ask the Doom question again. I wonder if John remembers. <laughs> it was the one with a letter and a number? Yeah. It was the battleship one. Yep. Okay, here we go. i got to find one here. Talk amongst yourselves for a second. So, John, what was your biggest... Uh, what was the biggest uh, thing for you at E3? What was your... The one that you... The one that, the one that you were most excited about. Talk about anything except for E3. No, you didn't give me that stipulation before I started talking. <laughs> <laughs> Questions already been asked, Fraser. Um, I'm pretty excited for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, I thought Bat- I thought Battlefront looked really good. I did too, right? Like I did not expect yeah. that to be good. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I don't I, know either. But that does look quite good. Pretty that excited for that one. Um, nothing from Nintendo. No. <laughs> no, that's correct. I mean, I'll play that Star Fox game, but yeah. I'll be honest, uh, Sony didn't do it for me because I'm not really into the titles that everyone was excited about. But you have to be, ex- like, it's exciting for that For that, I'm excited for gamers as a whole. Right, yeah, that's, that was what, I mean, because, like, that Sony conference is real weird because they, like, they dropped all that stuff in the middle and then it's like that, it's that post-coital glow you're just laying in bed. Like, well, what? it's over. And now what, we're just, what? and now there's more. I don't know why they keep announcing things. This Shit, is over. What podcast is this? <laughs> okay, I got Game question. lovers. <laughs> All right, here we go. This is a tiebreaker. Okay. Is it first to buzz in? What is this? Here we go. We'll do a little bit of history. Uh, most uh, E3s, um, 1995 and 1996 were in LA. 1997, 1998 were in Atlanta. Uh, 1999 uh, continued in LA all the way up to 2006. Uh, 2007 and 2008 were where? Anybody know? This Las Vegas. Question. Nope. No. Damn it. Uh, Santa Monica. And then yeah, after that, it's California. been. Yeah. After that, it's been uh, California, LA um, since then. Uh, in 2005 and 2000 and 2005, there were 70,000 people attended uh, E3. In 2006, there were 60,000. 2007, it went to Santa Monica. Uh, get me as close as you can. How many people attended? It was low because um, that was when they stopped uh, letting anyone in. It was just press invites. Yeah, I don't think there were... Or no, it was just... Tr- it was either just trade or just press. But it was like... I imagine it was like 22,000. That would be my guess. I'm going to say 25,000. John. Are we doing prices right rules? It's well, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, he's over. He's gone. He's way. Oof. John, too much. Too much. One dollar, Bob. One dollar would have one person. If you said just one person went, as ridiculous as it would have sounded, it would have won you the game. 22,001. <laughs> <laughs> It was in fact ten thousand. Yeah, it was real Ooh. low. And it went even was... lower for two thousand and eight. There were only five thousand. Yep. And then they opened it back up. Yeah. I was so close to saying just twenty thousand. 
So but I thought that was go. more of a dick move. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, one I always hate the person that adds one. I always hate the person that adds one dollar to the person before. Yep. They're like five hundred. Uh, five hundred one. You it's asshole. What if they ever fight afterwards? That's the game. <laughs> well, well done, fish. Right. There it there is. There you go. Even after mm -hmm. all that. And the fish still holding strong. I have overcome adversity. Finally. The crippling's first question. <laughs> <laughs> Creeping up on uh, Steve. You have four wins. He has seven. <laughs> all we have to, all we have to do is continue doing shows that he doesn't show up on, and, and, I'll, and I'll get there. <laughs> oh man! All right. So, do we have any? Good. Get us out of here. Any, we don't have any love. We don't have any community social media love. But you know what? We love all of you. Yeah. No, you know what? That's probably poor on my my. Uh, I should. Well, not just me. Any of us could have gone and probably we, checked. We had a lot of stuff to read this week. Yeah, it's one of those um, weeks. Anyway. But we can thank those who joined us in the chat room today. Mm. As I accidentally opened a different window. Good <laughs> Good work, good work. Uh, but we can thank uh, Dwayne. And Danny. And Danny's world. Danny. And uh, we, Wyatt was in there earlier, and yeah, so Wyatt. was Stu. Stu was in there earlier as well. Good deal. So thank you guys as always. Um, thank you, Fish. Thank you, Fraser. You're welcome. You guys are in the chat as well. That's true. <laughs> only only um, now we're moderators. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Good deal. Um, but yeah, so we are uh, on Twitter at Game Punchers Pod. I'm at John the Valley. I am at Fraser Moo. I am at the Jesus Fish. The Dithithith. The Dithithith. The Edifith. Stephen Pendleberry is at Chambango. Uh, we have an email address. It's gamepunchers.pod at gmail.com. And a website, gamepunchers.com. And uh, you can get us on iTunes. Just search Game Punchers. And you will find us. You probably already found us, most likely, if you're hearing this. Yeah, I don't know why we say that. But... If you've already subscribed, go ahead and revisit and give us a yep. review and a rating and tell your friends. Or don't. Like, you don't every week. <laughs> <laughs> tell your furnace enthusiast friends. Yep. That'll do. Tell your air conditioner. Good. I'm glad we're going to end another show like this. Just like, just, just slowly, just, just dying, dying out. Dying out. Come on, let's, <laughs> let's get out of here. I want to get this uploaded. I'm going to see if I can get this uploaded tonight. What? What? Blast. Yeah, what is only 10:10 or 9:10? Yes. 9:10 Central Time. Yep. God Central um, Time. I'm on Central Time. Are you? Yeah. Chicago, oh. man. We're on God's time here. I don't need to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as go, always go, everybody you go with that okay <laughs> thank you for listening until next wednesday 9 30 ish eastern on twitch.tv slash wizard wizard kitty dragon bird yeah. dog <laughs>